Thank you for being here. It's great to see everybody today. Let me give you a few announcements before we begin the program. Uh, please turn off your cell phone, silence it. You don't want that to go off in the middle of the service. If you take pictures during the program, please do not use flash. That would disrupt things, so we would appreciate that. If you have a child that's crying during the service, our nursery is open right back here. So please, if your child is crying, take them out uh, for the enjoyment of others. Also, next week is Christmas Eve, a week from today. We have a morning service at 11 and a special candlelight service Christmas Eve evening at 6 p.m. We will have some invitations. Uh, I encourage you to take some invitations. They'll be uh, back here on the tables after the service. Uh, all of our members, anyway. Pick some up. Invite people. Uh, we want to have a great, we're going to have a great service. We'd love to have as many people here uh, as possible. Uh, special prayer request today, and I'm going to pray in just a minute before we begin. Dale Williams, one of our former members, he lives in Delaware now, retired, just had surgery to remove a tumor from his liver. So that's uh, major surgery. Uh, be praying for him. And I do have a wonderful praise today. Uh, we've been praying for my wife. I so much appreciate your prayers for my wife. And she is here today. So... God has just, it, it, it's a miracle. It, I know some of you don't know, but four months ago, she only had one to two percent chance to live. And uh, I should have waited till last with that. I'm going to lose it here. Uh, God, it's just been miracle after miracle. It's amazing what God has done. And, uh, and so many, we've had a lot of long term issues here, people with different things. Uh, John O'Neill's back there, still recovering from a bad accident in January. Uh, T. Smith is here, and uh, God's doing great things in our ministry. You know, God answers prayer. God answers prayer. We believe in prayer. Now, if you are here for the first time, welcome. We're glad you here. You are here. You should have received a welcome packet right outside here is our welcome center. If you did not get one in the pew in front of you is a connection card. Would you please take that and fill that out? And the first thing it asked is your prayer request. God answers prayer, and we want to pray for you. If you're watching online, just go to our website, click on I'm new here. There's an online version. We would love to pray for you. We would love to hear from you. And if you give us your email address, we have a free gift that we would like to send you. I know you'll enjoy, but we can only do it by email. So if you would, please uh, give us your email address and your prayer request, and we will be praying for you. Well, let's pray, and then we'll begin the program. Father God, you're so good. You are so good. I thank you for what you've done with my wife. And She's recovering and expecting a full recovery. It's been a slow process and a long way to go, but your grace is more than sufficient. We thank you for uh, John O'Neill being able to be here, and T. Smith, and uh, many others are going through so much. Rebecca Morgan and Ken Harriet recovering from back surgery. Uh, Pam Selwyn. Now, God, we, we pray for Dale Williams and ask you to heal him completely, God. Heal him. 
deliver him from this. I think of Harry Mosby and Peggy Griffin, too. Many needs. We're needy people, but you are a great God. Thank you, Father, for the many hours of preparation that have gone into this program, and we pray that you would use it to draw people to yourself. Those of us who know you, help us to know you better and to love you more. Anyone who doesn't, God, use this to draw them to Christ even today. We love you, God. Bless this program. We want Jesus Christ to be honored and glorified through it. And we thank you for all this now in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hello. What's that? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's going on, little bro? Hey, sis. I'm okay. What's up with you? Much. I'm just calling to see what's going on for Christmas. What time do you, you get to Dad's house today? Well, I spoke to Tracy last night. Mm. How'd that go? Fine, I guess. I mean, after two years, we're finally to the point where we can be civil with one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's good and all. You know, for the sake of the kids. Yeah, I'm learning to deal with it. How are things with you? Jake have any new job leads? Well, the Lord will provide. You just have to trust him. I know, but I'm just so concerned about everyone. The Lord also strengthens us. I just have to be faithful. I'm not suggesting that you're not. Listen, sis, I'll be there for Christmas, but the kids, they won't be joining me this year. What? Wait a minute, but isn't this your year to have them? Yes, but please let me finish. I mean, yeah, I will, but come on now. I mean, she's just being. She's just doing what's fair. I mean, it meant a lot to me that Tracy came to mom's funeral, and she let the kids stay over again this year for Thanksgiving. We discussed it, and I think it's fair that she has the kids again this year for Christmas. I mean, none of what happened with mom's death could have been helped. Well, yeah, okay, I, I guess, if that's what you say, if that's what you decide. It was my idea, and Tracy agreed. And plus, since we were all coming home, I thought it'd be a good idea for us to spend time with one another. And if dad wanted to go over any business kinds of stuff, there'd be minimal distractions. Mm. Well, I don't know about that. But anyway, what time do you think you'll get there? Mm. I can't get there any earlier than Christmas Eve, but I'll try. Now is the prodigal son planning to arrive. <laughs> He's next on my list to call. Well, I'll let you get to that. No telling what kind of deals are cooking up in Nashville <laughs> these days. I know, it's always this close. So close. Yes, like, come on now. Like, I don't understand why he hasn't made it big yet. I mean, he's better than anything else out there. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. And he seems to be running in the right circles. Guess yeah. it's just not his time yet. It's not his time yet, but it is his time for me to hit him up, so I will hit you back, okay? Okay, talk to you later. All right, see you. Hello? What? I didn't get your voicemail? What's going on, baby bro? Yeah, it's really me, in the flesh. What's up? Well, I was calling, uh, calling about Christmas. Why does it sound like you're in a tunnel? Uh, I'm just leaving some album release party, but uh, here, let me step away a little bit. Oh, whose album? Uh, some manufacturer blondes. It's amazing what they can do in post-production these days. Mm. They can make the tone deaf sing. <laughs> the Massey Brown's blonde. Yeah, and <laughs> mediocre lyrics and substandard talent. Ooh, strong words. Strong feelings behind them. Anyways, yeah, I uh, will be coming home for Christmas. And I am bringing somebody. Oh, oh, Lucas, do you really think now's the time to be parading yet another girl around the family? I mean, mom hasn't been gone for a month. And I really think we need to keep a strictly family this year. You know, be there for dad. Ugh. Oh, Cynthia. Well, I'm pretty sure you didn't write the book on what's appropriate. Anyways, I think you'll like Shasta. <laughs> Shasta? That's her name? Like the soda? <laughs> no, it's Shasta. Shasta. It's a soda pop name. <laughs> Look, anyway. Uh, yeah, I will be coming home for Christmas. We both will be flying in. Uh, if you still want to pick us up from the airport, 
I mean, yeah, I will, but. I mean, there's so much more I could do with my time here in Nashville, but I promised I'd come home for Christmas. Okay, but Lucas. All right, cool. Well, I'll send you my itinerary. Uh, I really got to get back. Uh, I'll see you later. Got to go. Bye-bye. Bye.
Oh, hi. Come on in. Hey, hey Dad. Hey, Anna. Hi, how are hey, you? Son. Good to see Good. you. How are you, son? Pops, what's going on? Oh. Hey, how you doing, Jake? Right, come on Take in. So good to be here. Scoot down. Got one for you. Okay. Why was six afraid of seven? Because seven was mean and ugly? No, because seven, eight, nine. Okay then. What did Tennessee see? Huh? What did Tennessee? I don't get it. Whatever Arkansas. Haha, <laughs> gotcha. Real nice pops. <laughs> You outsmarted an eight-year-old. That was bad. Come on, you guys. Let's, let's get to decorating. Oh, Sunday Bell, I just dragged everything out here. Your mother usually has everything so organized. Uh, I wasn't sure what we was going to use or not. Oh, Dad, don't worry about it. Mom always kept everything labeled. Oh, look. <laughs> wow, look, the candy cat made out of dough. Mm. Oh, we, we made that. Five, I think. Do you remember how many I made before I made this perfectly? Mm -hmm. I should, since the rejects were all that was on the tree that year. Oh, Dad, look at this. <laughs> I made this in vacation Bible school. In the olden days, did VBS take place in the winter? No. <laughs> no, we had to make all kinds of ornaments and send out to various mission fields across the world. Dad, do you remember? I was mm -hmm. so scared that Mrs. Cobb was going to take mine away because it was the most wonderful of all the ones I made. <laughs> I remember, sweetheart. Your mother loved it. This is the cross that Zach made one here out of fencing wire. He was so happy to tell me he had cut the wire out of the fence himself, <laughs> let alone the big gaping hole he left that the dog got out of. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> What in the world is that? Do we have and, to use this? Oh, yes, we have to. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Charlie, apologize. For what? Oh. Cynthia, he's eight. Let me handle this. Charlie, this topper carry our family history. When me and Grant first got married, we were called to missionary work overseas. Huh? Yes, we had to go overseas. We lived in Ethiopia. Now, you should know a fact or two about Ethiopia. They don't celebrate Christmas until January 7th. And Christmas tree wasn't part of their tradition. But by then, Gran was feeling very sad. Wasn't sure whether she was, did the right thing. for hundreds of years? No, it wasn't. Oh, I know. You carried it across enemy lines and back during the Revolutionary War. No, I didn't. Civil War? Boy, how old do you think I am? My Civil War days were spent doing other things. Dad! <laughs> okay, Charlie, come here before your mother gives me a pinch. Me and Grant left over in Ethiopia. Christmas came before we even knew it. Now there's a few things you should know about Ethiopia and Christmas. They don't celebrate until January 7th. Then Christmas tree wasn't a part of their tradition. We wanted to respect that. But by then, Gran was feeling really sad. Wasn't sure 
if she did the right thing, was allowed to take on. New husband, new marriage, new country. Now I wanted to use something as a Christmas tree. Even a sturdy plant would do. So we can celebrate our American Christmas on December 25th to cheer her up. Uh, I guess that just made matters worse, didn't it? Oh, Jake, seemed like you know a thing or two about Mary. Yes, it did. We had this non-Christmas tree Christmas tree, no decorations. Loneliness was the only thing decking our halls. You want to tell us about Day White, Dad? And Christmas Eve, there was a knock at the door. It was Day White, a young boy from a village nearby. Gran had taken care of his mom who had been ill. His father was a migrant worker, so Gran also had to make sure that he get to school each day. Now, they, we invited Dayward in for a cup of tea and some cookies, and he told us he had seen a lot of good change in his village since our arrival. And accepting Christ was the only change that was permanent and eternal. And he wanted to make us a topper for our tree in the shape of an angel as a thank you for leading him to Christ.
What does that have to do with us? I mean, besides you and Gran? Well, it's Christmas Eve. As a family, we take time to reflect on the changes the year has brought us. And thank God for the son he sent us. That is one change. That is one promise that can never change. Of life eternal and abundant. Grand wrote down everything bad and good of that here. This is what brought us through from times of plenty and times of need. Times of uncertainty. No yes. job. Yes. Anything that changed us and brought us closer as a family and to God. Well, come on, you guys. Early day tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we got to run. Got to go pick up the wreath. And Cynthia is fine-tuning her background check for uh, Lucas' new girlfriend. Really? What is that one called? Shasta! Like the soda? Ta-da! Hey, come on in. Yeah, I didn't think I'd be here too much later today also. But how'd you know I'd be here so early? Oh, man. Come on in. It just got finished brewing. It smells great. Mm -hmm. I see you started on the tree. You still take cream? Like father, like son. Wow. July 17th through the 25th, 1982. Went to World's Fair in Knoxville, Tennessee. I still blame Lucas's obsession with Tennessee and music. We should have never gone to Tennessee that summer. Or taken a different route to Knoxville that year, right? June 12, 1993, Zach finished school and enjoys this World Wide Web stuff, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Mom really did put everything on the box. July 26, 2001, Zach's wedding day. 
We welcome Tracy Duncan into our family forever. May 12, 2003. Owen arrived a bit early, but Zach and Tracy love being parents. And of course, we'll take as many grandchildren as we can get. September 23rd, 2005, little Melissa made enough noise coming into this world so that we wouldn't miss her. Dad, this just isn't the life I had planned. Usually isn't. I mean, no, Dad. Why didn't it work? Why didn't she want it to work? What did you and Mom have in your marriage that I didn't have in mine? Well, you can't compare the two. Each marriage is different. I mean, but what was so awful about me that she had to leave? I did meet a woman out for coffee. Just so you can tell, tell something you've been, I've been dating. dating. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that Christmas we tried to surprise your grandparents? The one that Lucas threw up on a turkey? Hmm. No giving. Cynthia had to have that ridiculous pink Princess phone. You know how many stores and angry mothers I encountered that here? <laughs> Dad, I'm appalled. You act as though I've never made a child's Christmas dreams come true. I'll have you know, I fought off my fair share of angry women during the overjoyed Christmas season. Dad would make Cynthia's Christmas dream come true if she thought that was a recent <laughs> development. <laughs>
Hey, just dropping the reef off. Well, come on in, Jake. It's Jake. Oh, man. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Good to see you. Hey, son, how are you? What's going on? All right. All right. So where's the rest of the crew? Oh, Cynthia and the kids, they on their way to the airport to pick up Lucas and his uh, new girlfriend. Girlfriend? Shasta. <laughs> Shasta? Yeah. Like the soda? <laughs> Ain't no way. Well, how are things going with you? Oh, well, you know, Cynthia, a little worried about her. Um, Charlie and Ann, they doing good through everything, you know. So, Jake, we're not asking about them. We're asking about you, son. Yeah. I'm a bit worried. I don't have any new job leads. Kind of feeling useless. And, you know, Cynthia is saying the Lord will provide. And that's all she's saying. But I just feel guilty because... Because? Well, guys, I mean, like, what if he doesn't? Like, what if he doesn't? Jake. Look, Pops, I know, right? Um, I know he will. I just kind of feel forgotten where the Lord's concerned right now. He knows what I'm feeling. He knows what we need. I just don't understand why this keeps going on. I can relate, son. What is it, boy? Do you think he needs any help? Take a breath. No, no. Charlie, you could have held the door for us. Uh, hey, bro. How are you? Good to see you. Same here. And how are you? Hey, hon. Hey, everybody. Oh, you must be Henry. You are so handsome. Thank you. Lucas told me all about you, but he didn't tell me you remind me of somebody famous. Maybe someone in sports. Yeah. Well, I've been told I look like Michael Jordan. Stop the cap. No, that's not it. But give me a minute. I'm going to think about it and let you know. Did you really think this was a good idea bringing this straight into here? Just chill. I'm telling you, she's cool. She's got a good heart. Underneath what? All the Botox and hair weave? Would you just chill? I'm telling you, she's what? really cool. She's a lot of fun. Oh, I've got it. Al Roker, that's it. <laughs> the bald-headed weather guy with the big glasses? That's the one. Oh. Yep. Way to go, Dad. Why can't we just have a normal Christmas for once? I mean, is that too much to ask? Really?
Look, don't you have enough to worry about these days? No, because the Lord is taking care of it. Well, I know that, but you just keep giving that same pat answer in an attempt to convince what, yourself? What is that supposed to mean? It means so out of Shasta and I don't work out. I think we should spend time with others on Christmas. Worst case scenario, she, she spends Christmas with us. <laughs> and best case? Best case scenario is that Anne would forever remember the Christmas where her auntie Shasta took her to get her first tattoo. Oh boy, stop playing. Put this away. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, I think you'll be surprised at how wonderfully grounded she really is. I think you should maybe shift your focus elsewhere. Well, we need to get ready to leave to go to the soup kitchen, so how's about I shift my focus to that? That's not exactly what I meant. Well, well, hey everyone, we have carolers. And it looked like they brought the whole church.
Oh, the Keegans. I've been expecting you. And the Daltons. Oh, Charlie. <laughs> of course, the Daltons as well. Welcome. And uh, who is this? This is Shasta. Shasta? Like the like soda. The soda. <laughs> oh. You know what? That's close enough. And you can even call me Soda Pop if you like. I don't mind. <laughs> well, you sure are bubbly enough, aren't you? Uh, here we go. Oh, wow, we, how'd you end up uh, in a miss? place like this? Like the soda? Uh, miss yeah. Shasta, you don't really have to ask. Oh, I don't, I don't mind, Pastor. Also, I'd like to tell you, Miss Soda Pop, I have two sisters about your age, but they don't know I'm here. Well, do you talk to them? Quite frequently, actually, but they don't live locally and they think I travel for my job. Do you have a job? I do have a job. It uh, just doesn't pay for rent, you know, food, all the bills, but this guy's helping me out slowly but surely. Surely. <laughs> what is your name, sir? <laughs> no one's called me sir before, but around here they call me the Count because I keep account of all my possessions, money, that sort of stuff. Watch <laughs> it like a hawk. Then why don't they call you the hawk? Because <laughs> <laughs> that name is taken by me. I like this soda pop girl. And this is my wife, Mel. It's Melanie, thank you. Hi, Melanie. Uh, gang, before we eat, let us read from the second chapter of Luke. And it came to pass in those days that there went out from a decree from... How do I go on? I don't know how to do this. Why haven't you take me first? That's an awful thing to say. Pray. I'm sorry. Oh, and the kids taking pity on me, make me feel two inches tall. Lord, give me patience. Like you say in Hebrews chapter, you already know what you say in the Hebrews. Ugh, Lucas and that soda woman. Why do you bring her? I mean, I'm probably being a hater, but... Ugh. And my darling Jake. I don't know what to do, Lord. I prayed and I've been faithful and I, why? I mean, I don't mean to complain, but once the severance check runs out, oh, and he's so sensitive right now. If I say anything, but I have to say something, right? Lord, I just feel so useless. It's Christmas and I want to provide for my family. What's wrong with wanting that? I'm grateful that Cynthia's helping out, but I mean, if something doesn't happen soon, we might be the ones being fed here next year. I just feel awful, Lord. They agreed to let me get braces, but then Dad lost his job. They said they'll keep their promise, but it's just too much for them right now. I'm okay with waiting, but Lord, please, if they insist, please make it so it's not so much of a strain. What's that funny smell? It stinks. I miss Gran. I know he misses her too. Boy, if Grandma were here, I bet she would have written about her on the box this year. Thank you for making things better between Tracy and I. I miss her. I miss our life. Two years later, and I feel like I've only taken half a step. What am I missing, Lord? What is it you're trying to tell me? And now, let us pray. Oh, thank you, son. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, I really like her. I just don't want to lose her. She has this, this light about her. 
But why would she want to marry me? Who wants some coffee house wannabe for a husband? Thank you for giving me a family this Christmas, even if it is someone else's. Lord, I sense a brokenness among them all. Losing Mrs. Keegan like that probably brought their problems even more to the surface. Thank you for letting them cross my path. I'm just so honored, especially since I think Lucas is so great, so talented. Thank you for this broken family, Lord. And show me what I need to learn and let me help, even if it is just for the Christmas season. Amen. Amen.
Lord, I miss mom. This is what we did. Why is she here this year when everything is so and nothing is? I can't count on anything. She's not here and I'm scared and I need her. Who's going to take care of me? Of us? Who's going to take care of daddy? Who's going to put the angel in the tree? Who, how can I take care of all this, this stuff right here? Who's going to take care of it now? And where are you? I'm scared. Mom, what is it? Sweetheart, Mom's just having a moment right now. Yeah, it's really out here. I love Christmas, but everything we did was orchestrated by Grand. It's like we have to figure all of it out now. Uh, need some help? No, we've got it. You just go back in there. Oh, you're making s'mores. I love s'mores. Uh, I, I could help. I, no, I, no, we've got it. Just go back in there. But, Cynthia, I mean, we have to start, uh, start breaking up the chocolate for the s'mores, please. You know, Anne, if you melt the chocolate on the cracker just a no, little no, 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 bit, no, no, it's this trick no, that no, I no, 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 We don't need your way of melting. We're good. Our chocolate melts just fine. Thank you. I mean, I'm sure it does, but. Just a little no, bit. Just, no. Let me just show you a Shasta little... Shasta like the soda, go back in there now. Um, well, you know, Lucas really likes the Lucas? Milk, I don't care so about Lucas. No, I no, we're good. Really want we're to... good. Well, let we're me good. just do Lucas's. No, I got Lucas's. He's my brother. Just, just a little no, melt No, not Lucas. a little melt. Un poquito. No quiero. <laughs> no. We're, we're good. But give me uh, the... Just, you have some ice cream instead, you know. Uh, stay out of it. Stay out of it. No. Uh, no. Uh, Lucas really likes no, the milk. No, I don't care what Lucas is. Shasta, no, no. Oh, oh. Y'all with what you're going through. Yeah. I lost my own mother in a car wreck when I was only six years old. I haven't had much family since then. I've been tossed from relative to relative, and then I finally landed in a foster home when I was 10. My foster parents were so great, though. They took me to church, and they taught me about Jesus Christ. And you never saw any of your own family after that? Well, unfortunately, everyone's gone. My mom's brother would stop by on occasion, but he really couldn't handle much more than that. So you have no memories or traditions? <laughs> well, sure I do. I, memories. When I was a teenager like you, um, I would ask... Where is this Jesus who promises he cares? But memories, traditions, 
like I said, my uncle, you know, he was cool. He gave me a gift every once in a while when he saw me, but that was few and far between. And, um, but my foster parents, they were so patient and kind. I remember my, my foster mother vividly. In fact, I keep this old school notebook of hers. And every year, I write my annual wrap-up. <laughs> it's so huh? silly. Well, like I said, when I was growing up, I spent many years just doubting and wondering, you know, maybe Jesus loves everyone else, and maybe he forgot about me. But, you know, with so many changes and not enough things in life I could really count on. All I had was prayer. And one day I just understood, where is God when everything around us is falling apart or changing? He's right there with us, ready for us to grab hold because he's not going anywhere. He's not changing. Back to this annual wrap-up of yours. I need to hear more about that. <laughs> Something silly I did. Um, so this binder, this notebook, right? It had belonged to my mom, and she was in grad school when she passed away. So all I have left of her is a photo of us and this notebook. And so every year, between Christmas and New Year's, <laughs> I take one page, front and back, and I just summarize my year. And in the margins, I either reflect on what God would have me learn in that experience, or I just praise him for whatever the situation is. And I, I do this to remind myself that even though my life has been complete chaos at times, my salvation through Jesus Christ is permanent. It's eternal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. My mother used to do something similar. Really? Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, pops are ready to top the tree. Okay. <laughs> oh wow! What is this? I haven't seen this in 50 years. Wow! What is it, Dad? It's from Mom. That first Christmas, we got this ugly, beautiful. Wow. What's to say, Dad? Huh? Okay. Let me. Dear Hank. Who's Hank? It's Pops. What do you think, silly? I'm just asking. Shh. I know I've been out of sorts these past few days. There's so much change in my life right now. I forget that it's your life too. I've been so stiff-necked about adapting. Why should I be the one to adapt? No matter how large, small, joyful, sad, abrupt, or gradual, each change brings possibilities and opportunities with it. My prayer is it will, that we will embrace the tradition we establish, savor the memories we will make, and welcome the adjustments that are certain to come along our journey. We can handle life's changes because we trust a Savior who is unchanging. 
I pray not just for our children and grandchildren we will someday have, but for a future generation who will learn this lesson. He is a wonderful counselor. He is mighty, everlasting. This should be our family legacy. So I've decided our first tradition will be jotting down some of these family milestones on this box. Each Christmas, remind us that we made it. We did okay. We'll be fine. Better than fine. Each Christmas may present with it a different challenge or victory. But let's cherish the unique, customized path the Lord has charted for us. You got to admit, Hank, he keeps it interesting. Oh, wow. that is so sweet. Now I miss her, and I don't even know her. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God, Lucas. Lucas, now I know why you wrote that song. Yes. What, what, the song, you guys don't know about the song? Lucas, babe, you didn't tell him about the song? Song? It's going to be his big break. It's all about traditions and change. Tell them, Lucas. Tell them. Tell them about the song, babe. Tell us, Lucas. Better yet, why don't you sing it for us? This town looks the same They still like that tree in the city square There's red, white, and green shining everywhere And I wish you were here And I wonder Is the snow falling down on the streets of gold? Are the mansions all covered in white? Are you singing with angels Glory, holy night. 
Is the snow falling down on the streets of gold? Are the mansions all covered in white? Are you seeing his angels desiring Hey gang, the tradition must continue. But since Grand is not here, who's gonna top the tree that's here? I guess this year I am choosing to embrace my favorite opportunity that was thrown at me. Shasta, like the soda. <laughs> Care to do the honors? Oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> I think this means you made the box. <laughs> and Pops, you're right. That old ugly angel really is beautiful.
Amen. That was beautiful and very moving. You know, the, the story tells of the loss of a loved one. And uh, I got to admit, it was, it was very difficult for me because I was almost there. It was hard. I thought bees here today, and it wasn't. But uh, some of you are there. You lost a loved one this year. And the most wonderful time of the year is sad. Something's missing. And the truth is, at some point, sooner or later, we're all going to die. The Bible says it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. We don't like to think about death. It's the worst part of life. We, we, we hate it. It's awful. It's horrible. But it's reality. And I want to ask you this question. If it were you, if you were to die today, do you know 100% for certain that you would go to heaven? Do you know for sure? And another question, if you were to die, and I, I certainly hope no one dies today, but if you were, if that happened to you, and you got to, stood before God, and God said to you, why should I let you into my heaven, what would you say? What would your answer be? I was asked those very same questions as a young man about 20 years of age. And I said, well, I think I'd go to heaven. I'm a good person. I don't want to hurt anybody. I thought that when I died, God would get out a big scale and he'd put all my good works on one side and all my bad works on the other. And if I did more good than bad, I would go to heaven. And if I did more bad than good, then I would go to hell. But there's no big scale. That's, that's man's theory. It's made up. There's no truth to that. That's not how it works. And a man asked me, he said, if being good would get you to heaven, why did Jesus die on the cross? You see, the Bible says that if righteousness comes by the law, by doing what God says, by doing good works, if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. In other words, if your good works would get you to heaven, Jesus died for nothing. There was no reason for Jesus to die on the cross. There was no reason for Jesus to come to earth. If your good works got you to heaven, there's no reason for Christmas. There wouldn't be a Christmas. There wouldn't be an Easter. The reality is, the truth is, every one of us have sinned. We're all guilty. Now, those of you in the church know that I love my granddaughters. They're precious to me. My son says I can't preach without using them as an illustration at some point. It's mostly true. 
uh, my little granddaughter was over at the house. Well, they were both over uh, Friday night. Actually, no, this was, uh, I don't know when it was, in the last few days. Katie came over with Addie, and Addie had to use the restroom, came out. Katie said, did you wash your hands? She said, yes. Let me see. She said, you know, you're not very good at drying your hands, and they're not wet. I don't think you washed your hands. Yes, I did. I did. Let me smell them. They don't smell like soap. We talked about how important it is to be honest. Addie, did you wash your hands? No. She lied the first time. You know the truth is every one of us told a lie so long ago we can't even remember our first lie. The truth is, that wasn't her first, and she's only three years old. We are all guilty before God. And the Bible says just one sin makes us guilty of breaking the whole law, and every one of us deserves hell. That's what we deserve. But God loves us. Christmas is all about God loving us Sinners, so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, God the Son, became a man, lived a perfect life, and then died in our place. He died for your sin and my sin. And he did it so that we could have eternal life, not not just eternal life, which would be wonderful in itself, but being born again, being saved, Bible terms, doesn't just mean we get to go to heaven when we die. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We get a better life here on earth now. Because when I got saved, I got God. God moved in. I have Jesus Christ in my heart. Jesus is the first, the original Christmas gift. God gave his son. Legally, I still remember a few things from college. I took a business law course. There's a legal definition of a gift. And one of the things about a gift legally is it must be received. If I take all my trash and say, I gave that to you. I'm not going to take care of it. It's your problem. Now I gave it to you. You say, I don't want it. Unless you receive it, it's not a gift. The gift is not completed. You can't force somebody to take something they don't want. You know, God does not force Jesus Christ on anybody. The first Christmas gift is God giving his son, but you have to receive him. The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12, but it says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. God gave his son to die in our place, but we have to receive that gift. Well, how do you do that? Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 
Now I want to ask you another question, but I'm going to ask you first to close your, close your eyes, bow your heads. No one else is looking around. Let me ask you this. Do you know, you personally know 100% for certain that if you died today, you would go to heaven? Would you lift your hand? Let me say, I know, I know that I am saved, that I have Jesus Christ. I know I'm going to heaven. Thank you. You may put your hands down. I don't want to embarrass anybody. This is not my goal. But if you don't know that, you say, I'm not sure. Would you lift your hand so that I can know to pray for you? I'm not going to call you out. I'm not going to embarrass you. But if you would lift your hand just to let me know. Thank you. I see that hand. Thank you. Another hand. Is there anybody else? Thank you. I see more hands. Several hands raised. I'm going to ask you to do this. Keep your heads bowed and eyes closed for a moment. I'm going to pray a prayer. If you mean this, then repeat the words after me silently, not out loud. It's asking Jesus Christ to come into your life to be your Lord and Savior. You're saying, I'm surrendering myself to Jesus right now. I believe that he saved me. I believe that he died for me, and I want him to save me. So if that's you right now, please just repeat silently after me. God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I cannot save myself. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. I surrender right now to Jesus Christ, and I ask him to save me from my sin to be my Lord, and I thank you, God, in Jesus' name, amen. If you would, everyone, lift your, lift your heads, open your eyes. If you prayed that prayer in a minute, the Bible says, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I ask you, would you just come and see me and say, I prayed that. I prayed that prayer, and I meant it. I want Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior. It's the most important thing in the world. Well, let's stand together. We're going to be dismissed in prayer. We have punch and cookies out in the foyer for you. And again, if you prayed that prayer, you're halfway there. But he said, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Don't leave out that part. You have to tell me or tell someone. And if you didn't pray that, but you're not sure and you have any questions, please see me, see one of the people in our church. We would love to help you. And let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for the wonderful presentation that we've seen. Thank you for Jesus. God, you love us so much that you gave your son. Thank you for the greatest gift ever. Salvation through your son, Jesus Christ. Father, bless us as we go. Watch over us. Use us to share the good news of Jesus with someone this week. Watch over us and bless us. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.